Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Choose Well Program podcast. Up front, this episode is not for everybody. It is geared toward parents. However, every parent is not in the situation. Some of you may need to do the opposite of this, this podcast, <laughs> but many of us are need to hear this. What we're talking about today is I'm having a conversation with Dr. Terry Daniels about you first parenting. And I like that phrase, you first. And some of us parents, we put everybody else first. We put our kids first and we suffocate. Some of us are too selfish and we don't need to listen to the episode at all. We need to get the other side. But many of us who really care and love for our kids, we're, we're running around like crazy and we are, are drained and we are snapping on people, being short with people because we're not taking enough time for ourselves. In this conversation with Dr. Jerry Daniels, it was recorded a few years ago, but the, the truth still applies today. And I was just watching it as before I made this, this little intro for it, and it still applies. I have to make sure I'm taking care of me. Otherwise, I can't really take care of anybody else. So hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, please share it with family, with friends, share with other parents. Uh, let them know about Tuesday Program Podcast because we want to help people make better choices, live better life. Not just students. We want to impact the whole culture of the school to educators, the parents, and the students because we're all in the same boat. Even though we're in different seasons in life, we all can relate with this. Better choices, better life, so choose well. And you did choose well because you're watching or listening to this episode of Choose Well Program Podcast. Have you ever been told that you're being selfish, that it's not all about you, that you shouldn't put yourself first? In certain contexts, I think that's important to realize it's not about you and you shouldn't put yourself first. But in this context, I think it is. So they want to talk about this idea of you first parenting. Yes, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> you first parenting. Uh, maybe maybe we should copyright that term. I don't know if we can. You like that term. You yeah. first parenting. You first parenting. And it may not be what people think it is. But let me let me give you an analogy and then maybe we can talk a little bit about it. Um, I do a lot of flying with speaking. And sometime my family could go with me. And we recently went to Nebraska and Kansas and we spent like two weeks there and we flew out to Nebraska. And uh, because of COVID, we made, we got our own row. So me and Evan were in the whole row. Uh -huh. Sophia and, and my wife were in a row. And uh, when they do the announcements, Evan's always interested in watching them do the announcements <laughs> and show all the stuff. And they do the part where they say, if an oxygen mask come down, make sure you put it on, how to put it on. But they always say, make sure you put yours on first. Then your kids. Mm -hmm. And so I look at Evan. I was like, I go first. I go first. <laughs> he kind of smiled. But then the, the flight attendants come by. If they see there's a kid in your row, they remind you again to make sure you put yours on first and then your kids. And I think about that when it comes to parenting, because what we try to do sometimes when situations happen and, and life gets so busy, we're trying to make everybody else breathe and we're suffocating. Right. We forget to breathe ourselves. So I want to talk about this idea. How can we take care of ourselves first as parents, not exclusively, <laughs> not selfishly, but making sure we're taking care of ourselves first so we can be better equipped to take care of our kids? Well, I think a key word in all of that that comes to mind is balancing. And we have to balance. And I think that it's easy to get off balance in that way. It's easy for us to put our kids first and everything about our kids because we want the best for our kids. And then we are suffering. We're, we're, our energy is just zapped and there's nothing left for anybody else, whether it be our job or us as individuals. 
Then you see the other extreme, like I need to take care of me, and then everything does become about you, like I need a massage, I need this, I need that. And then what ends up suffering in that case is the kids. So you get this kind of push me, pull me again, where how do I make this work? And, and the way is, is to take care of yourself so that you're healthy so that then you can take care of your kids and, and put the oxygen mask on them. Cause if you're so busy fumbling with that oxygen mask for them and you're not getting the oxygen, you're going to expire and you haven't helped them either. So that's a key piece. And I think it's really, really difficult. Um, probably more so than ever because there are so many outside forces pulling um, so much expectations we put on ourselves, so much of the expectations our kids put on us, society puts on us. And again, we're trying sometimes to be that perfect parent and we can't do it all. It's important for parents to realize you can't do it all. No matter how much you think you can and your mind's telling you you can, Something's going to break at some point. Right. You know how they say the orange is a new black or uh, 40 is a new 30? Yeah. I think no is a new yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to start saying no to some things in our lives and really evaluating all the things that we're trying to do and simply say no. And it's okay to say no. And that's where that selfishness piece may seem like it's coming in. But really what you're doing is you are actually being selfish so that you can take care of your family. I will tell you, I was one of those people that didn't say no. And I got involved with my, when my kids were little in a lot of things. I was, you know, um, you said you were a Girl Scout leader at one point. I was a Girl Scout leader at one point. I was on the youth football league board. I was, um, dance mom. I ran the, the, uh, fundraisers for the dance team. I did all of this stuff and I did it because I wanted to be involved and it was for my kids. But guess what it did? It took me away from my kids. Hmm. All of these commitments I was finding myself in were actually taking time away from what my kids really needed from me. Right. And in the process, I was getting exhausted. I was getting overwhelmed. I wasn't really doing things taking care of me, I was doing these things I thought for the right reasons, and it was really actually depleting me of the energy that my kids needed, if that makes sense. It's it's hard to balance it out. I think one of the hardest things, I think even to say no to the sources that are telling you all the things you need to do, mm-hmm. like even as adults, to, to turn off some of the social media, turn off some of the Instagram stuff, because everybody has an opinion about your life. Absolutely, they do. <laughs> and like what you should and should not be doing. And when you listen long enough, they can be good things. But you have to ask yourself this question. This is me and my wife do a podcast called Life with the Browns. I'm plugging my podcast. Yes. Uh, and we did an episode and we this this question will save your life. And here's the question. What is mine to do? What is mine to do as an individual, as a person? I can't do everything. I can't get involved with every movement. I can't get involved with every argument on Facebook, on Twitter. It's not for me to get involved with everything. How can I be faithful and take care of what's in front of me? And if I am lacking energy, purpose, and focus, 
I'm going to lack that for my kids, mm-hmm. for my wife, for my family. That comes first. And I think sometimes you're being pulled in all these different places, even energy wise. Like I told my wife the other day, I had to stop turning off, some, turn off some of these notifications on my thing because, you know, boom, it'll pop up. Here's a controversial thing. The headline will get me. And I find myself looking at whatever post it is and I'm getting all on what I call the amp, the, uh, the amp wheel, getting all <laughs> amped up about this topic, about what somebody else did halfway across the country. Yeah. And I'm not focusing on what I need to focus on. Again, and something you necessarily can't control. Exactly. So you're getting sucked <laughs> into that and you're spending time and energy on something that you really can't control. And the things you can control, yep. like the balancing of you know, what's good for you and what's good for your kids, it's just kind of reflecting on that, revisiting that piece of it. And um, I think it's huge. I think saying no is okay. Yes, it's okay to say no. Give permission to say no. <laughs> Learn to say no without giving a reason. You don't have to tell everybody why you're saying no to that thing. You don't have to because what happens is you get trapped into having to explain to everybody why you're saying no. And what you're saying is if you don't agree with my no, then you have a, you have an ability to come back and mm-hmm, say something and mm-hmm. make me think that. No, 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 I'm not going to participate in that. And leave it at that. Versus yeah. saying, no, I'm not going to participate because of this, this, this. Well, they'll say, well, what if you change this? Then you feel like it. No, the answer is no. I just don't want. I'm No, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. I have worked as I've said before, 37 years now in education, and I've worked in various schools um, with various needs. And I really want to talk about a little bit about neglect because when we think of neglect, oftentimes you think of neglect as not having enough food, not having enough care, not having enough maybe clothing, The physical things. And I will tell you, I see in, in wealthy schools as well, a lot of neglect and it's not neglect physically as far as what I just pointed out what's more neglecting is that those kids are not getting their parents time and again I don't want parents to feel like oh my gosh I've you know deprived my kids I'm sharing this from my own experience Mm -hmm. and just to have people reflect on that are your kids getting a lot of things So you wouldn't think that they're neglected in maybe the physical sense or the common understanding of neglect. Maybe they're not for want for food, but are they in want for your energy, your time? Your presence. Your presence and just having you around as parents because I can tell you definitely, even though it may not feel like it when you're going through it, it's going to go really fast. And you're going to get to the other side and you're going to look back, parents, when your kids are out of the home and say, wow, yeah, I missed that. And you can't remember everything you think you're going to remember. It feels like a big just whoosh of passing. And so going back, I would change that. Hmm. I would change that. I've apologized to my kids as adults for that, that... Um, I wasn't as present as I wish I could be because I was a single mom for a good lot of it because I had to work because, you know, my oldest son did have to be home taking care of his brother and sister when I was at work. And I've apologized for that as an adult to my adult kids. Um, Again, going back that we're human and this is what mom had to do at the time, but there were some things there that I wish I could have done differently. So it's okay to say no. Take that time and really put it towards what's important. 
Right. And I always say this. I say this with my my staff at work, family first. I will never deny somebody time off for them to be with their family for important events. Right. Because I miss I I missed basketball games when my boys were playing or my you know I missed things. And if I could go back and get that, I would. That's right. important. And this is it's interesting because like I just wrote down this idea that whenever you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. We say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. This is balance. And I think that's the key, that balance of taking care of you, but also taking care of those people you love. And I think sometimes we are doing these things because we think that's what they want. Or we think that's going to help them, but sometimes they just want us. I think we should do another podcast about that. I wrote down another topic for a future podcast <laughs> is your kids want you. They do. They want you. They want you. And you said a key word earlier is be present. Yeah. You know, not just there physically on your phone or <laughs> there physically, you know, doing something else. Just be. And just don't be, be afraid there. of silence. Like if you're in a room with the kids and there's nothing going on, don't be afraid of that. Something will happen. Like, Sit still till something happens and don't just try to always do something or talk or just let it happen. And I've been times with my kids where the most fun stuff we've had is when we sat there for a minute, didn't know what we're going to do. We're going to turn TV, no TV. We're not going to, we're not going to do any video games. What do you want to do? What we're going to do. And I'll tell you what, we find some of the funniest things to do. Like the other day we were in a room throwing this little, my son's little football, little, like this, not even, it's like a little squishy football. And all of a sudden we were, they were running in a circle around the speaker and I would throw the ball before they'd actually turn around. They try to catch it as soon as they turn around. So the ball was in the air before they were actually, before they would see it. And they just thought it was the funniest thing ever. And they kept falling <laughs> to the ground. And I'm like, we're, we're sitting here throwing a ball in the air, trying to let them catch it. And they think it's the greatest thing ever. And those moments can't take those away. No, absolutely. You're building memories and memories are huge. So I just encourage people to make memories, take time, balance, balance for yourself so you can be healthy. Because when we give and give and give, we have nothing left for right, ourselves. Right. And and we become exhausted and then we're not good for anybody. Yeah. So, you know, these are things that you hear a lot and there's been tons of books written on this, but I think it's very easy to get caught up in that because everything's a good cause, right? Yep. <laughs> you want to be involved in these things because they're great. They're good causes. But again, you just said it great. If you say yes, you're saying no to something else. Or you're saying yes to everything and you can't do everything well. Right. And then something breaks. Right. And, and you break. And you break. You, you don't break. Want, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the purpose of this episode. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a quote. This is a test. I know it was a long time since I've Uh-oh. been there. Yeah. I, I, was, I did this with your, with your staff, with your team there at, at, at your school. But there's a quote I love to do with on this topic, you first. And I'm going to say the first part, see if you got second Okay, part. let's see. When my output exceeds my input, input. my upkeep Keep will be my, my downfall. downfall. There we go. That's good. I do remember <laughs> that. And it is a good one. And it is. And if my, if my output exceeds my input, if I'm giving out so much, I'm serving, 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 giving, giving, giving. Keeping that up will lead to my downfall. And some people call it burnout, right? Right. If, if you keep putting out everything, you're giving everybody, and you're not putting in, it's going to lead to your downfall. So I think it's important to take time. So let's talk about some ideas, some ways um, that you maybe have taken time for yourself. And I'll talk about some I've taken time for myself. And even 
now with my wife, how we are making sure that she gets the time that she needs. Mm-hmm. So do you have any ideas? What well, Share what things that you do to make sure you get your own oh, um, downtime. You know, I, for a long time, was really good at saying the words and not doing the deed kind of thing. <laughs> so I think uh, for me, just even going for a walk with my dog, taking time to go uh, to the gym, mm-hmm. you know, it's be- I, I'm better at work. I'm better with my husband. Yes. I, I just am better when I am actually doing that. You're active, doing something active. active. Being, staying active. Um, you know, but then there's things I love to do too, like take naps, love to read. And there's nothing wrong with naps. I love, <laughs> no, my husband will say you sleep a lot, but it's just, it's It's a good reset, thing. right? But you know, I love reading outside. There's something about taking a book hmm. outside. And when we used to live up in Lassen County, there was a lake not too far away. And I would drive out to that lake and sit on the shore there. It wasn't really a beach. It was more like just a small and, and just read my book for like two hours in nature. That was awesome. I do love doing that. See, and if I had a sound effect, I'd be like, because <laughs> that's not me. It and my wife so, likes that too. It was so yeah. revigorating to me. And that's the thing. We don't have to be the same. Like my wife will sit on the hammock and read and that's reflect. Reading to me is work. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, that's just work. And and she's wired differently. And I think if you got a spouse or partner that you're doing life with, understand you're going to be different. How you, ref, how you refresh is so different. How you get energized. Wherever but you it's know, you yours. can do things together like this. Like my husband uh, loves to fish. Okay. He loves to fish. That's something he likes. We've got to, I don't even want to tell you we have two boats now and that's just like ridiculous, but I didn't want to give up our lake boat so we could take the kids out. And my husband's like, no, no, I need a real fishing boat to take out on the river. And anyway, and you're thinking a boat's a boat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want the fast boat. I don't uh-huh. want the little tin boat, but anyway, sorry, fishermen, but my husband loves to fish, but you know what? I will go fishing with him, but I don't fish. I read. Yeah. So that's what we do because I'm still outside. I can be on the boat with him. He's got his fishing thing, and he loves me to be with him. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not really into catching the fish. I. I'm not into it. Right. And I think that's okay because me and my wife we think we're weird because sometimes we'll sit down on the couch together and we're watching different shows. Like we- she's on her iPad, I'm on the TV. <laughs> you're watching different shows. But we're together. Like we're <laughs> we just yeah. we just not into the same stuff, but we're together and that's okay. And I think that's that's important. So she likes to read like you, get out in the sun. For me, reading sounds like work. I'm not doing that. So for me to Going to play basketball, like you're talking about being active, mm-hmm. is so great for me because I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking. I'm just just having fun. And sometimes my kids go with me, and they they one day they went with me, and they were cheering so loud. The other guys got mad. One team got <laughs> mad because my daughter was like the whole room. I mean, it was just like it's not like a whole group of people were in there. It was just her <laughs> cheering. But that's relaxing. I'm getting away from the house, getting away from you know day to day work, and it's hard for me because I work from home. So. It's so always you're always there. Yep, it's always it's there. Always there, and so which just I to think get away. a lot of people have had to maybe adjust to that with the COVID yeah. and being at home. I know um, a lot of people working from home. I I recognize how hard it is if kids are home doing their schoolwork and parents are home trying to work, and that's added a whole another, another level thing. of yeah. stress. You don't really have any time away. Um, so I think looking at that balance. So yes, take time for yourself. So you can be better that when you are with your kids, it's more productive. And then you're better 
for your kids as well. Yeah. So you're not on them all the time. I saw in the news some show not too long ago it was a little guy back it was somewhere back east and they were talking about schools being back in session and he, they asked him something and he just said i need to get away from my mom <laughs> and it was so cute because i'm sure his mom feels the same I way i need to and get away from you <laughs> <laughs> but again they need us they want us and so there's ways to also make that connection so when you are with them we did another podcast earlier about giving kids that space as they get older mm -hmm. not making them feel like something's wrong with them if, but there's ways to connect i mean I, when my kids were little i would do date nights with them okay whether it was the boys or right. my girl mm -hmm. we did date nights where it was just me and them mm -hmm. right I, it was not all of us together and they did the same thing with their dad. That was important so they could be special one. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be like we had to go out and spend a lot of money. It could just be we went to the park they together, did we did whatever. So that was one thing that when they were little. And as they got older, they still wanted those times. You know, there were special movies that my daughter, even up when she was in college, would come home and we'd watch like a movie that was bonding us Bonding, as yeah. you know we liked when she was younger and we'd watch it there's ways to reach out and still have those connections with your kids mm -hmm. that it doesn't have to be all the time where you know you're you're with each other and you're just getting on each other's nerves make those moments special because kids are feeling neglected right and honestly when they get into that social media and stuff, that's just isolating them away yeah, from their families too. So really make that family time, time for that. And, and the more you get away or whatever you do for yourself to build yourself up, the more that family time will feel better because you feel like you're a whole you. Um, one thing I'm doing for my wife now, since we're now homeschooling and she's with the kids all day, um, three o'clock comes, uh, there's daddy time. Daddy uh -huh. takes them from three to five for sure. Um, unless our schedule changes, but we're letting her have her own time. Then at nighttime, when they go to bed at 630, our kids get a lot of sleep. And that's one of our goals. Then um, she's off. So when they call and they need somebody, I come. But I want mommy. Well, mommy's off right now. Mommy, mommy, mommy's taking a break. Mommy's on her hammock yeah. chair. She's doing her thing. And and one of the things my mom, my wife, their mom has said is that when her phrase, she says, I feel like a person. Like I want to be able to just get some time so I feel like a person. Mm -hmm. So she just gets her own downtime where she can just do whatever. She's not responsible to kids yelling. Nobody's wanting anything from her. She can just chill. And that's been so good for her and for us as a family. Not that she's a terror or anything like that, but she's more of an introvert. And so as her husband, I want to make sure I can help facilitate that. And we've done that with our kids because I know they're tired of being around each other and around us. So we have peaceful time around the house. Something else my wife has uh, brought up, peaceful time. And we used to call it quiet time, but they know that meant nap. So they uh. don't like that. So now it's called peaceful time. They don't have to go to sleep, but they have to do something by themselves. They'll do something. They can do a puzzle. They can read a book, but they have no talking. It is them by themselves having some time of peace. And half the time, Evan falls asleep because uh, he's just his yeah. body's just tired. He, he just doesn't want to go to sleep. He doesn't want to miss out. So I think it's so important for us as parents to make sure we find time. And I got a few examples I think people can do. You know, we talk about exercise, going for a walk. And I got a joke. Um, 
This guy said he named his dog Five Miles, so every day you can say he walked five miles. <laughs> so you'll get that later, people. <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> but you know, going for a walk, getting out, being active, exercise, even if something in your house, doing some push-ups, little small things. You don't always have to go to the gym and work out for an hour, but getting some endorphins moving, getting your body moving just does something for all of us, I think. Um, doing a puzzle, having your mind work intellectually, doing something that's different. Me and my son, we like to play little puzzle games on the, on the, on the iPad, but it gets my mind thinking not about work about solving this puzzle with him getting my brain moving um it's to me stimulated intellectually not about politics yeah <laughs> but doing something different um and just sitting in a hot tub we have a hot tub and you know we don't go we didn't go to disneyland so guess what we we're able to buy a hot tub right right and just getting in the hot tub and just and no music not just just chilling and just finding ways to just turn it off will really refresh you in many ways just be just See, be. there you go there with you that go. little, we are human beings, not human doings. And it, I think our society makes it feel like we always have to be on the go doing something, getting somewhere, and we've done ourselves a disservice. And that is not good for us as parents, not good for us as humans. We need to take a break. One thing, though, I would want to say is for all those out there who maybe don't have uh, the opportunity like you and no, your no, you should have. say who doesn't have a great husband like you Mr. exactly Brown. i was trying to be <laughs> I was trying to be uh, politically correct here who doesn't have that i was a single mom for many many years and i know there's people out there going well that's great i wish i had that well you know this is where it's really important to help each other out as friends i had yeah. a great group of friends that we would take each other's kids so if they had a play date and they were at my house, then that was somebody else's turn to have their time, and we would do that for each other. If you're lucky enough to have grandparents around or family around, ask them. Don't hesitate. My daughter sometimes will uh, feel bad about asking me um, to have the kids. She, she, she doesn't feel that bad. She asks me quite often but you know <laughs> I, I live to have my grandkids I right. live to have them and so um there was a couple weekends ago I had all three of them all three boys and I'm getting older so that was a task but um they just needed downtime yeah. they needed that and they recognized that because they are both working from home with the kids at home all of that and so you know ask people to help you don't be afraid to say that you know what I need this I need this because I want to be a better parent to my kids. Right. And I think people help out. And I think that's important. And I think it's also important to teach your kids what that looks like. So, hey, I don't hate you. I don't <laughs> love you. But we all need some time away to do something for ourselves. And even the kids, are, where's mommy going? Like, I'll send mom away. Hey, just go do your thing. Go hang out. You know, it's not a lot of places you can go. But you know, before, she would just go to coffee shop and be there for three, four hours. She'd call. You need me? No, we're fine. Mm -hmm. you take your time. Do what you want to do. I want you to feel refreshed. And and so I think teaching the kids that, like, where's mom? Where's mom? Can I go with mommy? No, this is mommy's time. Mom, and even they were, they were kind of upset because mom was going to go hang out with her mom. And they were like, well, we want to go hang go out with Nana. Grandma. We yeah. go with Nana. No, this is mommy's time with Nana. You got a lot of time with Nana. This is mommy's time with Nana. Can you And just teaching them to respect that space that Nana and mommy can hang out. Because yeah. you like hanging out with your mom, right? And I think teaching them that as they get older, too, to understand we all need that time away to just refresh, refresh and unplug from all the business of life. So exactly. You first parenting. Take care of yourself so you can take care of everybody else. Remember those <laughs> oxygen masks. Exactly. Yes. And my quote, if, my, if your output exceeds your input, your upkeep will be your downfall. 
So take care of yourself and, and to be the best parent you can be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks for watching. Hope you got some from. If you did, please let us know. Visit thechoosewellprogram.com and share this podcast with family and friend. If you're watching on or listening to it on Spotify, on Apple, there's ways you can just share the episode. You can text it to people. It's pretty simple. And if you're watching YouTube, you can also press the share button. But make sure you press that like button and leave a comment to let us know what you're thinking about these episodes. Thanks for joining us again. Until next time, remember, when you make better choices, you will live a better life. So choose well. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh.